Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens, and joining me on second mic today in the co-host chair, Kenny, a.k.a. Skinny Roth, driver of the number 80 Bomber B. What's going on, Skinny? Uh, not much. Uh, over here trying to avoid the hurricane that's coming yeah. across Florida. It's the hurricane cast. Well, if if we cut off mid-sentence and you get half a show, it's because the squall lines came through and knocked the power out. But I think we're going to be okay to get through the show, and I think we'll be all right. But I think we're going to come out of this one relatively unscathed. We, we're going to get lucky, but uh, definitely thinking about those up north into Georgia even. Uh, it's going to be quite the quite the storm over there in the Big Bend area. So hopefully everybody's prepared. I know a lot of people evacuated, and I know we got some people up there. Um some of the five flags people up in that area and some of the georgia people so hope everybody's all right this is uh as you probably know my least favorite time of year because these storms are they can wreak havoc on uh not only personal life but racing too i mean we lost our you know the quarter of the season last year to a storm so it always watch makes me your nervous. mouth I, I i know i know i don't want to don't want to jinx it but um Pretty exciting weekend we had last weekend before all the before we had to start panicking about the storm here. Uh, we did not race at New Smyrna, but uh, we were invited over to the Daytona International Speedway to be part of the Coke Zero 400, which, of course, we talked a little bit about last week, one of my favorite races of the year. And we're going to take a lot of time here on the show to talk about our experience there, uh, kind of leading up to the race. Because it, it was an adventure. It was uh, it was quite the day. It was a long, hot day. I mean, it was exhausting. I know you, we were just talking off mic before we started recording. Kenny said he was exhausted at the end of it. And I was, the next day I had that, you know, out in the sun, felt hungover all day, you know, not not from alcohol, but from the sun. Uh, maybe a little alcohol too, but uh, no, it was a, an awesome day. Awesome experience at Daytona. I don't, I don't think you can have a bad time at at Daytona International Speedway. I mean, I guess you can if you go too hard, but um, great experience leading up to the race. And we're going to tell you all about it, tell you the champion's experience that we got to be a part of and Kenny took advantage of. And <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, you may have seen him in the video. Um, <laughs> Just call me CJ Spears. If you didn't see it, though, um, I did record video from down in front of the stage and send it over to Tom and he put it up on Speedway Video. It's been posted twice today to the New Smyrna page. I posted it this morning, and someone just posted it about an hour ago. So if you missed it me. this morning... It then, wasn't uh, me. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I know who it was. And um, <laughs> shout out to whoever posted the uh, happy birthday post about me. Uh, that was unexpected, so I appreciate that. That was me. That was you? <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yeah, that was me. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I thought it was Holly or... Uh, no, yeah, I was gonna tell you. I was like, "Sorry, man, if you, that made you mad or because <laughs> no, then people started tagging us. Like, oh man, he's gonna blow up. <laughs> oh, it did. It's got it's one of our hottest posts all year. So hey, that works. Uh, says something, I guess. So, yeah, uh, appreciate. Um, it is we're, we are recording on my birthday, so yeah, do appreciate the birthday wishes. I've heard from uh, like 150 people already. That blo- it just blows my mind. I really appreciate it. I'm not a big birthday celebration type guy, but it uh, makes turning 35 a lot sweeter when you hear from uh, a bunch of your racing buddies and, and family and all that. So appreciate everybody that I have heard from, and I'm sure I'll get a couple tomorrow like, oh, happy belated birthday, and uh, happy birthday to Daniel Webster. He's got the same birthday. He's just oh, yeah. he's a couple years older than me. So. There's a few people just got the same birthday. Yeah, you know, we know who else has 
August 29th is a birthday. Who's that? Michael Jackson. Oh, uh, okay. I can't stand yeah. him. God. There's a terrible. few other people I seen today that had the same birthday, and I meant to go, oh, you got a birthday with him and stuff. So, but And now you've forgotten. Yeah, I forgot. That's all good. I'll have to find it next year. <laughs> <laughs> it'll pop up again Yeah, it'll pop up again And then I'll be like, Ryan, oh yeah No, I forgot again Yeah, man, a crazy couple of days with, with Daytona Um, It's fantasy football season So I've been doing fantasy drafts uh, My mom's I tried to down, watch so. football the other day It was terrible Oh, it's preseason Preseason football stuff I, I can't even watch it It's probably it was, the Saints and the Texans or some crap It was whatever was on one night And I fell asleep There you go Well, preseason football's lame I'm ready for the regular season um cowboys are gonna suck as always so probably yeah. it'll be the talk of the internet so yeah um but no let's get into uh the racing stuff here so uh, it was what? nap car for that dude in front of us oh yeah that guy was out <laughs> yeah he that, was that just... guy was three sheets of the wind before the sun went down so <laughs> i was like man how they... he'd be like <laughs> i don't I know like... how you can fall asleep in public man yeah. I, don't, I don't have trust issues so yeah um we're going to take the first segment of the show to talk about the experience leading up to the race. The second segment, we'll talk about the actual race. And then uh, third segment, we have the normal stuff there. Uh, we'll take a peek at what happened down at Auburndale for around the state. Um, Thunder Road got rained out after a couple of heat races. So Auburndale's Vic race looked pretty wild. Auburndale, I don't know how they had room for... For anything else in their pit area, it was jam-packed in there. They had over 100 cars easily. I wonder if they made the Vicks park in the back like uh, the Vicks other track. Vicks in the parking lot with the Yeah, with the Vicks people. park across the street. Park in that <laughs> gymnasium-looking building behind the racetrack. Yeah. Um, and then we, I do have updated Florida power rankings and NASCAR power rankings, uh, fantasy stuff. Um, and then one last piece of business here, and I promise we'll get to it, and we're going to try to get through the show quickly today because weather and whatnot – I don't want Kenny driving home in a in a squally mess. So I was um, floating away already in my driver of the week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was right. preparing, and that was uh that hadn't even gotten to us yet. No. Um, we are doing a playoff bracket grid challenge. If you want to fill one out, uh, five dollar buy in. Kenny and I are going to be in it. We've got a couple of people on board already. Um, of course, this will come out on Friday. Uh, if you get your bracket to me by Sunday, you could be entered in, and the winner. Or the person who has the most correct bracket will take home the pot. And um, so basically, the more people we can get in, the bigger the pot. It's like 50 50. The more people. You need quit play. saying pot. <laughs> Sorry. Don't mean to trigger things. <laughs> but um, well, no, if you want to get in on that, it's just, you know, for fun, a little bit of money, give you a little incentive to follow the playoffs. Uh, we'll have some fun with that. Appreciate everybody that is already in. I'm going to post about it tomorrow because I feel like my birthday kind of overshadowed the other post. So. Um, but again, thanks for all the happy birthday stuff. Let's talk about our experience going to Daytona. I will start and say that my day was crazy before I even picked you guys up. Um, a good buddy of mine and uh, his wife were expecting their first child, and they had their baby shower on Saturday. And I thought it was going to be more early afternoon, so I was going to plan to go over there, um, hang out for like an hour, and pick everybody up, go to the racetrack, which is basically what I did, but the party hadn't started yet. Um and I'm glad I still went over there because I get there and my buddy Josh, he's working on uh, putting together the PVC tent to go up in the backyard. And I get there and he looks, he's exhausted, he's overwhelmed. Uh, he's like, I've been working on this thing for two hours. I helped him put the rest of it together. Got the tent set up. So I felt like I accomplished something. And then he's like, oh, I got to put this baby crib together in the baby room. My wife wants it done. And I'm like, all right, I 
got some experience there. So I helped him build the crib, and I ended up staying there a little bit longer than I wanted. I, I know you said 2 o'clock. I was there at 2 o'clock. Yeah, and, and I was, was like, what, 2.40? when I got to you guys. But yeah, 2.30 is a little 240? bit too. whatever. Yeah, well, like Frank two. was all like, oh, the last time we got to be in the sun. So uh, it worked out. It worked out fine. But I was a little bit late and rushed picking everybody up. Then I had to drop pay off. Then we went to the track, and they didn't give us parking passes this you year. Didn't, you forgot the main point. We were almost out of gas. Oh, yeah, you guys were... You guys were being stupid about that, so I spent more time and put some gas in the car. We had enough gas to get parked and back to the we gas station. We wouldn't have had enough gas to get back out of there, definitely, because well, the gas station would have been closed by the time we got no, out of there. I would have been able to get back to the gas station across from New Smyrna and then drop you guys off and then filled up and been fine. That's but 30 miles. You guys wanted I can't to, push my vehicle. You guys wanted to push my buttons in the car ride, and I was, it was awesome. That was all Frank. It was all fun, and we were all, <laughs> yeah. it, it was all for fun. Like, I was playing along with you guys. And, yeah. Um, it made sitting in the race day traffic a little more fun, if anything. <laughs> yeah. You guys were literally, they'd be like, oh, it says 35 miles till empty. Oh, back up to 40. Yeah. Oh, you touched the gas down to 30. I'm like, shut the f hell up. I'm going to go to the gas. Now, instead of parking right away, I'm going to go to the gas station and make you all wait. And I'm going to go inside and buy a beer. It was and fine. I think it worked out. It, yeah, it worked out. Because uh, we got a pretty good parking spot. Yeah. But we, we didn't get towed. Yeah, I was going to go to the parking ride, but Frank's like, I don't want to walk. He's like, I'll pay for parking. So we go into Daytona 1 looking for parking. We can't find the lot to pay anybody. So we found parking spots that weren't marked for anything. And, well, we said parked. to hell with it. I was like, man, my shit better not get towed. And Frank's like, I'll pay for it if it gets towed. I'm like, well, we're here. Screw it. Let's I love your Frank impressions. It's pretty spot on. Yeah, that's me. He's gonna call me later. And be like, that doesn't sound like me. But uh, Frank was Frank and Adonis, and uh, they, they rode with us. Yeah. It was me, Kenny, Frank, and Adonis. Uh, Adonis is Frank's son, if you don't know. And uh, oh, one it, bar. It was a old slip and fall in victory lane. Um, he got all kinds of names. So we we get parked, and turned out the parking spot was fine because the car was still there, and we. Had no issues there, and uh, we walk over to the racetrack, and we ran down to the fan zone for a little while. We took a Frank went up to the suite. We found the suite. Yeah, you gotta tell about. The, yeah, well, you tell that part because it was uh, weird. We were at the suite. We go up to the suite, and we're sitting in there. It's like awkward. So we're like, then we go out, and we're standing there uh, looking. We have like this little view yeah, where we can, can see, see the, the stage and yep. everything, and it's me. You, Frank, Adonis, the Bromleys. Bromley, and Tony Bromley and his wife. Yep. And Harley. we're standing there, and this lady comes walking up. She goes, uh, "Excuse me, uh, I, where? What are you guys doing?" We're like, uh, "We're in Suite Two Twenty." And she goes, uh, "Nobody's in that place." Uh, wow, we don't have that book tonight. We're like, uh, "Yeah." Well, and then we're like, "Well, we're having a group. Literally, that's going to be up here in about thirty minutes. We're just a little bit early, and we found our way up here." And they let us in. They checked our tickets and let us in the area. So yep. it's not like we snuck into the area. Yeah. Um, the suite was unlocked. We had a, a water and a bag of chips, and then we. You know, there's nothing going on, so we popped back out, checked out the sites, and the lady comes around, and we're just like, whatever, lady. I yeah. mean, go go check with your supervisor. Here's the thing, though, and, and I think some of the stems, I, I did see a comment uh, about how it, you know, the last time we got to do this, like, they called everybody's name. They were like, the ground pounder champion, the, the this, the... This time, they just kind of threw you all across the stage, and it was really a quick thing, Um I asked Holly if we were doing the Daytona thing because normally she reaches out about it a month in advance and I hadn't heard anything. So I kind of reached out and was like, so I guess we're not doing the Daytona thing because things change. Um, and she's like, oh, well, there's a new person that's in charge of that avenue of things. And she's like, 
I haven't heard, but I'll reach out. And she reached out and finally, uh, you know, about two weeks before the race is when we found out we were going to be going. So it was kind of a last minute deal. And it felt like it was kind of thrown together last yeah. minute. And this is not, listen, it, it was a free trip to Daytona. Um, it was, you know, yeah, the accommodations were a little bit different. Um, we didn't have a bunch of people come in the room and, and talk to us, uh, as far as I know, because I didn't stay in there the whole time. Because um, I've been through this before. Um, and the, the guide that led us down to the track seemed a little bit lost. The pre-race concert went on longer than it was supposed to. It felt like it was never going to end. Yeah, we were like, oh, okay, uh, this is the, the last, last song. One, then he kept uh, going. Uh, this, is, this is the last song. And, and the poor tour lady that was walking our group around, she tried to get us to go around the other side of the stage, and there was no, there was the infield was packed with people waiting for driver intros at this point. So she walked us back and forth. They pulled Rusty aside. So Robert, Mr. Hart is sitting in his wheelchair. So I ended up pushing Robert through the infield at Daytona trying to follow this lady. She finally decides that it's smarter to go around the back of the stage. I don't know why it was, why there was trepidation for taking this back behind the stage. I guess. Well, we couldn't have gone across anyways because remember that opening? That's where they, yeah. they closed that off so the drivers could walk across. Right, that. right. Yeah, so they, she didn't know that it was closed. So she walked us that way and then realized it was closed. Yep. And yep. then turned us all back around and then said, we're just going to have to go this way. So we went behind the stage yep. and got around. Um, which allowed me to get that pretty good angle for the yeah, video. Yeah, we had a we had a really good view of uh, all the drivers. Like we could see yep. them all chilling. See them all we, come out. Kurt, we saw Kurt Busch just walk by us and everything. That was cool. Yeah, and then uh, like just seeing, uh, I got this. I got to see Bubba hanging out for a little while. I should have walked out and said, "Hey, Bubba." Yeah, you got to flip him off when yeah. they drove by at the end. Yeah, so it made them all mad. Made he, your day. He didn't want to do interviews. I gave Denny the double <laughs> eleven. So yeah, you did. I was I was excited about that. Denny. Hey, Danny. Yeah, and then. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it was cool just walking around, seeing all the cars, uh, being up close. I like how some of them you can, some of them would let you push their little gate down, and some of them had that stuff locked. They're like, yep. oh, no, you, ain't you could close. get your phone in the garage and take pictures of the yeah. car. It was great having the access. Like we we had uh, fan zone access, so we could go into the infield. Uh, we could go to the ballpark on, on the racetrack. We could walk around the suites, and um, you know they're gonna put up uh, the. Jaguars games are going to be right that's there. That's uh, something that I've heard that they might yeah, do. Yeah, that would it's be gonna terrible. Be, it's right there where we were all standing. It's going to be a football field. Yeah. Yep. yep. I mean, it's happening though. It's really happening. Is it really yeah. happening? Will they do uh, upgrades? They're, they're no. They're building their stadium, and their stadium's behind schedule, I guess, or it took a little longer, probably because mm -hmm. of COVID. I, I did hear that was a possibility. I didn't know. Yeah, no, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, yeah. I, might, I might go to a game. Yeah, I know a buddy of mine that lives in the area that likes uh, Jags, so probably yeah. go to a game or two. Go sit in the stands. Go, and be going like, to a football game is exhausting, too. I went to one last I year. I haven't gone to one so. as an adult, but I've gone to a bunch of them. And as a kid, my dad used to take me and everything. And uh, when I was a little kid to the Cowboys game, I went to all the Cowboys game and they lost. So mm, Perfect. Yeah. Sounds like the Cowboys. I got to see Randy White, though. I was glad um, Adonis kind of tagged along with us for the day, and we got to show him the. He had never been in the infield before, so we showed oh, him the I fans. He'd been and, there and everything. I didn't know he had been there and everything. So, so he, got, that was he cool. got that experience. We got to go. We were in the fan zone for quite a while. I mean, yeah. I've been in there so many times. It's it's you know same old same I like old. For the, me, uh, I like the. Uh, the, the deck, uh, yeah, the deck looking over, and when they were cranking them up, and yeah. everything that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's weird those louvers and everything. I didn't they're even huge. Know, I never even knew what they were. Like I thought they were just little fins on the roof of the. Yeah, they're car. actually connected to the underbody of the the car. Yeah. It allows the air to escape 
from underneath the car through the hood versus pushing all that work. dirty air. Obviously, nothing, don't nothing work. Works. Um, I bet you if that one uh, uh, altered louver probably would have kept Ryan Priest <laughs> on, on all four. Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll talk about that in yeah. the, the second half of the show. But sometimes I think physics just is going to do its thing, and it sure as hell did. Mm. Um, so yeah, leading up, uh, things were there was a lot of waiting around. Uh, we waited in the that suite it. for a while. Yeah, that which was nice because it was cool. The um, Banking is pretty intense. That's Even in the cool. trial, yeah, it's pretty cool it's, walking up and standing on. It the, seems steeper than New Smyrna. And the yeah. trial at Daytona is eighteen degrees. New Smyrna is supposed to be twenty-four degrees. I guess it's. I guess it seems more. I don't know. I think that's hard to tell. That felt like that was way more. It's a little bit more steeper than New Smyrna is in the corner. Maybe. Yeah, and it's maybe only New eighteen Smyrna, degrees need, in the trial. Maybe so. we need to bring out. We need, some, we need uh, to get Ryan Newman out there because yeah. he was like, "There ain't no way Bristol's banking's thirty-six degrees." <laughs> it's so, like thirty-three now. No, it's, yeah. I think it's twenty-six now. They they when they repaved it, they uh, brought it down. So and they then say, they keep putting dirt on it and keep ripping. Yeah, they them. need to. They can stop doing that. They're gonna. No, no, I think they. They didn't sell tickets. They didn't post tickets. No, I don't. Where, I think Bristol's only going to have the night race next did year. Did you hear uh, them talking about some uh, weird races and some uh, double headers? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't like the double header idea. <laughs> I, I just think that's that's stupid. Well, it's going to be a Wednesday. You got to stay up late and shit. Oh, I don't have. I'm a night owl, so I have no problem yeah. staying up late. But nah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'd rather. I like it when they're when a track has two races and they're spread out because it seems. When it comes around again, it seems fresh. I don't want to watch the same race two nights no, in a row. No, I think they're talking about it's going to be two different races, like a two Carolina tracks. Yeah, no. Oh, you mean like they'll go to... Uh, like fucking Charlotte and... And then they'll um, pick up and go to another track? That's like Wilkesboro. Stupid. That's yeah. too much in one weekend. A Wednesday man. and a Sunday? The, the, you can't just pick these cars up and... Um, I mean, you could, but... That's two different tracks. I yeah, got two cars ready to go. I don't think that would work. Because I, 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 of the Olympics. So, well, screw the fucking Olympics. The this Olympics is, is that's the shit. I don't, America, I don't USA. Too bad. Uh, then put the put the race on a different network. But don't don't it already. I think they already don't do. fudge the schedule up because of the Olympics that has nothing to do with NASCAR. The show must go on. That that pisses me off, uh, as you can tell. But uh, nowhere near as much as last week. But that's all said and done. Um, so no, I mean. It, it was cool that... Uh, what did we get on the tangent about that for? <laughs> no, because that's what we do. We get to talk about one thing, and one thing leads to another. So we fi- we finally get down there. We're ready for our, our part of the thing. And I was like, oh, this is good. Because uh, the first year we went, I asked the, the guy who was leading us. I'm like, hey, is there any way I can stand on the edge of the stage and record so I can put it on the, the social media? And he goes, oh, well, if you just go down in the, the grass in the infield, you can get it from there. And I'm like, all right. Didn't get the best view of it. But this year we kind of... It was just kind of shoehorned. They shoehorned us back there. I walked to the edge where all the NASCAR purple vest guys were, and I recorded it from there. I mean, I had a, it was a little off to the side because I didn't want to be too you much. Got a in good the way. view of our butts. Yeah, yeah. I want to make sure I got your good side when you're walking off. You know, and it, like the Daytona pres, the president of the Speedways right next to us. Yeah. A uh, bunch of important looking people kept walking over there, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna get in the way, but I'm I got a nice little angle here, and got to see driver intros and. Uh, I got to see you guys walk across the stage. It was a little disappointing that there was no, like, you know, specialized announcement. That would be my one, not complaint, but my one thing that I hope improves. I was telling Bromley, don't trip. Don't trip. So tell us, um, you ended up on stage, and you were not a champion of any (laughs) sort last year. So how did did that all 
transpire? Because you I went was, up there kind of talking to Bromley, and next thing I know, you're walking across the street. Yeah, I was sitting there uh, talking to Bromley and going to video some for Bromley and everything, and they're like, all right, go, go, go. And I, they just pushed me on there, and I just said, all right. So I walked across the stage and felt at home on stage. I've always been on stage most of my life, so there you we go. waved and everything. Yeah, I was like, hey. <laughs> I kind of wish they had stopped you guys like at the end and like had you line up for a minute so we could do a big applause. Like I kind of <laughs> thought, if you see me, like I'm following everybody thinking they're going to stop and they don't, and I'm just like, oh, well, back to the... I told Bromley the whole way, don't fall, don't trip, don't trip, don't trip, Bromley. <laughs> that sounds like you. Yeah. And he didn't. Nobody nope. fell. He um, was excited. There was a couple of our, uh, people in our group that had coolers. <laughs> Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> a couple of coolers. I think Ron Whaley had a bucked up t-shirt. That was that Oh, was that cool. was Ron Whaley. That was Ron okay. Whaley, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember who all was there because the day was just it was a Ron crazy Whaley, chaotic day. Uh, Dylan Ron, LeBeau. Dylan LeBeau, um, yes. Todd uh, Latour. Todd no Todd Hot. Todd Hot. Mod Mini champ. Yeah. Um, what did I say? Todd Latour. Todd Latour. Oh, um, okay. Then we had uh, Brad May. Brad May. Art Coonsman. Art Coonsman. Ground Pounder champ. Yeah. Um, and there was Bubba Speedway, and then uh, yeah, Volusia. Bubba Speedway and Volusia were there as well. And I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't know, know anybody know, from know. there, but uh, um, I know Skipper, their social media guy, was there. So um, saw a couple people I knew. Yeah. Um, I, I would say again, this thing came together late. It came together with two weeks' notice. Justin couldn't go. He had the the Spears. Uh, birthday party for uh, and football and, and, football. and football. Yeah, his kid's been football now. Oh right, okay. Yeah, so we might lose him. He might be coming late on some race nights if his kid's got football. I don't know. I don't know. The racing in Daytona is different though. He yeah, might, racing might. He's, he he's, could skip Daytona for for yeah. that for sure. He was kind of bummed out because I showed him all the stuff and everything. I, every time something cool would happen, I was like, "You're missing it, man." He go, "I know." Rub it in. Yeah. Oh, I got to. <laughs> I uh, always do too. He's 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 not feeling too well right now. No, not like not like sick or anything. He's worn out. No, he got hurt. He got hurt. Not like just neck. He got whiplash or something in oh. the crash. No and, shit. Yeah, and like his neck sore. Right so he's here. just sore. Yeah, okay. he's like really sore and everything. Well, like, so. I mean, that can take its toll when you yeah. don't feel you didn't like think that yourself. he hit that hard and it. It took its toll on him. So I'm telling you, when you, when you don't feel like yourself, it's frustrating and it yeah. can weigh on the psyche. You know, um, I mean, there's a reason I'm not drinking tonight other than water. So, um, <laughs> you, but no. you need some milk. Ugh, no thanks. Peyton like would yell at me. I can't drink Peyton's milk. You don't like milk. I'm not a big fan. What is it? Breast milk? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> She's grown up. She's a young lady now. She's not drink that anymore. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't know how old it is, but <laughs> I don't know how kids work, dude. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> another weird ass tangent. There you go. Um, As you start talking about milk. But no, I mean, then we got to, to watch driver intros, and then we watched the last couple guys drive by us on the trioval, and then we went back to our seats, got ready for the race. Did you see Adonis almost run across the thing? Yeah. Oh, he, <laughs> he hopped over the, the, the rope and was ready to go across the track, and I grabbed him like, go get back here. That cop was like ready he's like, no, 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 they, I mean, playing. they heard me tell him to get back here. They knew he, it was an honest, you know, yeah, he's yeah. ready for the race. He's, you know, he's, <laughs> I went to my first race at 10 years old, the 98, 500 and an honest is 14. I mean, when you're that age and you got all that stuff going on, 
You're excited. You're ready to like go from one thing and, to the next. I was six and seven years old when I went to uh, cup race. The, no, the 24 hour races. Uh, that's not a real race. But I went and we went 24 hours. We camped there and they just, I had free run. I went and slept for a couple hours and then I go back. Uh, run around the campground? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Well, no, the campground and the whole stands. Like then you could, the whole entire stadium. Yeah. The, like I remember going to every, because I was the old Daytona style. Yeah. Like yeah. when I went to the new one last year with Xfinity, I was like, wow, this is totally different because the old one was just bleachers. Just grandstands, yeah. Yeah, and you could this see This is like the, a stadium now. Yeah, you could like see the uh, dog track. Like back um, then, you, there was the dog track right behind some of them. We used to go sit up in the very top while the race is going on and we'd lean, lean over the thing and watch the dog races and bet on the dog races and everything as little kids <laughs> and stuff. Wow. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty cool, but uh, I don't even know what I was going on about. But, well, I mean... We've all been around racing since we were little, but yeah, yeah. My my first cup race was the ninety eight five hundred that Earnhardt won. No, okay. and I've never been to a five hundred since. I really don't have the desire to go to the five hundred. I love going to the Earnhardt. Coke four hundred. Yeah, Earnhardt you, won in ninety eight. The Daytona five hundred. Yeah, that's the only one he ever won. Only five hundred he won. I thought he won it in nine. Oh, no. you said ninety eight. Ninety eight. Oh, I'm thinking you said. I for some weird reason I thought you said eighty seven. No, like, no, I wasn't even born yet. I was like, Jesus, man, for real. Yeah, I was born in eighty eight, August eighty. Oh, jeez. Thirty five years ago today. Actually. I was born in nineteen eighty. Old. Yeah. Oh, he's old, folks. I know, man. <laughs> I feel it sometimes, <laughs> but my yeah. toe is hurting. Oh, yeah, you're gonna you have to me? sit out the next race. Get turf toe. Yeah, oh. old SpongeBob toe yeah. is hurting there. Yeah, oh, uh, you hear it cracking? Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. Lovely. I wonder if that's gonna pick up on the mic or not. But uh, yeah, so kind of a. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there it is. So, how would you sum up the um... toe cracking? <laughs> toe cracking. So you're you're cracking like it. Uh, how how would you sum up the day leading up to the race? Like any, anything else that we forgot? Uh, what were your thoughts there before we actually got to sit down and enjoy the racing? Yeah, it was just tiresome, but it was fun. A lot of walking. Uh, yeah, a lot of walking, and but it's worth it when you get some walking and uh, see the sights that you get to see. So I I I would say that portion of it was like a a plus to me and everything. And then we sat down. Yeah. So, uh, again, awesome experience. I want to thank the track for giving me the tickets and letting me be a part of it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks and, for picking uh, me. Oh, of course. Glad you are able to come. Uh, I think we made the most of the day. You know, we knew it was going to be hot and crazy and chaotic. Um, it, it did seem a little thrown together last minute, but I kind of figured that was going to be the case with how late we got the announcement. And, again, I'm not going to complain. I know they've had some positional changes, so I think – Whoever was in charge of what we did last year was not the same person in charge of this year, and it just kind of was like, okay, yeah, we are going to do this, so here's what you get. You're getting free tickets to the Coke Zero 400. Nothing to complain about, and I uh, definitely enjoyed it, and hopefully it continues. I, I I could see that being one of those things that maybe doesn't last forever, but um, I'm hoping that one way or another I can make this uh, – when Peyton gets a little bit older, I would like to try to make that our little tradition, uh, especially at the races around my birthday, kind of take the, my actually celebrate my birthday with my daughter, go to the races as she gets older. I think that'd be a fun tradition to start. And, you know, if, if Margo wants to go to the 500 and make that her tradition with Peyton, she's going to have two different experiences. And I, I think that'd be cool. So one um, really hot and one medium hot. One could be hot, could be cold, could be rainy. <laughs> one just hot. Or, you know, last year we had tornadoes at Daytona, so it could, 
it's probably going to be a hurricane that comes through Daytona at some point during race week, so in, in August. Hmm. I hope not, but that's a little too close to home. But it could happen. It's that time of year as we are watching now. So it's the neighbor's car. The neighbors are getting home from work. Um, yeah, so a lot of fun. So we got to sit down and go watch the race. So we'll take our first break here, and we'll come back, and we'll give our thoughts about what was – pretty darn good race in my opinion so stay tuned we'll be back to talk about that in just a moment hey everyone we want to take a few moments here to thank some of our great sponsors here at the racing with ryan podcast including our good friends over at schultz engineered products and schultz racing fuel cells if you're in the market for a new racing fuel cell for your vehicle make sure you check out schultz fuel cells they're designed and manufactured in the united states to be safer longer lasting and they will outperform all other fuel cells that you can get your hands on. Also, they specialize in their fuel recovery systems. You can save on your fuel expenses, significant maintenance reductions, along with a safer working environment, better for the actual environment, the outside environment, and it'll eliminate your fuel disposal fees. Those are just some of the products that Schultz Engineer Products focuses on, and you can check them out on the web at schultzproducts.com. You give them a call at 732-922-4334. Or for email inquiries, you can reach out to them at info at schultzproducts.com. That's info at schultzproducts.com, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z, Schultz Engineered Products. We welcome them as one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Make sure you check out their website, schultzproducts.com, for everything that they offer. And hey, if you're racing and you want to stay safe, get one of their fuel cells installed on your race car. You will not regret it. We also thank SRQ Taxes in Sarasota, Florida. We know tax season has come and gone, but guess what? It's never too early to get a head start on next year or to start thinking about next year. And hey, if you have any issues with your taxes or you know, you're looking to get a hold of somebody that can help out your business, check out srqtaxes.com. Click on their services portal and you can see everything that they offer from accounting software selection, audits, compliance, bookkeeping, business consulting. Um, They do estate and trusts. They do financial analysis, statements, IRS representation in case you have any issues. They even have a notary public on hand for all of those documents that you might need notarized. And of course, tax preparation and planning. So make sure you check out srqtaxes.com located in Sarasota, Florida, or you can... uh, Get with Steve Darling at the Auburndale Speedway. He'll be happy to help you out. SRQ Taxes coming on board as another one of our anchor sponsors here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also thank 124 Welding and Fabrication. That's our good buddy, Ron D'Alessandro. Uh, had a great run in the 602 class a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we really appreciate him being on board, of course, uh, just like it says, welding and fabrication. That's what he specializes in. If you need anything welded up, get with Ron. If you uh, need something fabbed, get with Ron as well. He will help you out. You can also check out his Etsy store because he makes all kinds of great metalworking, uh, which make great decorations. We have the Racing with Ryan podcast logo and emblem here in the studio. Looking at it as we record right now, it makes a, you know, it'll complement any room, anything you're looking for. He can do custom stuff, but you can also check him out on Etsy. If you look, go to Etsy.com and search 124 Welding and Fab. It'll come right up. You can check out the great products he has available or you can reach out, contact him for anything specific. Again, that's 124 Welding and Fab. Check them out on Etsy. 
We also have a, a couple of supporters that we would like to thank. Of course, um, we have our anchor sponsors, and then we have those that just support the show. And we got to thank Ken Copley. Of course, he is our EMOD sponsor, but we want to thank him for his support here as well. And Doug Samian from Do All Lawn and Tree. Um, that's his company, but he just uh, he appreciates the show and appreciates what we do, so we appreciate him. So thank you to all of our great anchor sponsors and our supporters here with the Racing with Ryan podcast. Now, we'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. So let's go ahead and get into our actual, instead of the race day experience, the actual race experience. Uh, Coke Zero 400, now the regular season finale. And Kenny was pretty much there to see Bubba get knocked out. And uh, you you were there to see your boy make it into the playoffs. Bubba, spoiler alert, Bubba Wallace made the made the playoffs. He's the 16th and final seed. I'm sure he'll be written off of your playoff grid in round one, though. Uh, yeah, he needs to go. But, he needs uh, to go. That's what, it's, that's what yeah. Kenny's been saying all year, and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, no, he just hangs on like a gnat. Just a thorn in your side. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was a pretty cool, good seats. I mean, I enjoyed the seats. At first, I was like, oh, man, I wanted to see the start-finish line, but... Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I Good ate, one. I ate Taco Bell. I oh, that's your mistake. Yeah, I should have just ripped it into the mic, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they probably picked that one up. I oh, mean, yeah. did it spike a little bit? <laughs> mm, not too bad. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe right there. Yeah. It's all good. But uh, uh, no, nah, the seats were uh, pretty good. I mean, I like the the height of the seats because I, I feel like at those type of tracks, the higher up you go, the of course. better. Anywhere, any yeah. track. I, even if there's the smaller tracks, I want to be a pie. I want to see. I want to go to the race to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but no, I mean, we did have, we were up in the 300 level, so we are up there pretty good. The you 320s, know. 321, right? Yeah. We, we were yep. off of turn number four, which ended up being a good place to be. Yeah. Um, had a little blind spot in turn number one. The cars coming out of two were a little far away, just at the angle. But we could still see him on the back straight. It was hard to tell who and who was who and what they were doing. But you could yeah, see him, and we had you the, just the could hear him going. Yeah, but, but it, it, what an awesome view of three and four! Watching yeah. the pack come through three and off of four and down the straightaway, Hearing and the RPMs pick up and everything. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. And then uh, the one thing that I really thought was cool was was our seat was seeing them when they had to do their pit stops on the green oh, flag yeah, pit were, stop. That one missed it. He was like. Wah! The, the breaking point yeah. was right in front of us. So when they started, they, dro- they stopped slow. I mean, here they're just hauling ass all of a sudden. I'm like, oh. And then they're like three and four wide trying to get in the pits. Yeah, nobody, kind of nobody locked it up. That one, he just didn't have brakes. Yeah, think. he just kept going yeah, in. He's yeah. like, past everybody. Yeah, so I guess you do what you do. And then uh, your boy, uh, dear Denny, he got a <laughs> penalty. penalty. Kyle Bush got a penalty. The, the other thing uh, we got to talk about was uh, what was it? Uh, Chandler Smith. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Like he was, he lost a draft, and uh, he was going around, and like the pack, the draft would go by, and it'd be like three, four seconds later, and he'd come by, and you could just watch the crowd from turn four just, just cheering right them. The- yeah, it was like a wave of people cheering, just standing up and yeah, cheering. Yeah, yeah, he was. Ha- he had the most fans there, just running around in the back and everything. It was I, awesome. I posted a video of it on on my Twitter. Yeah, um, I, I, I can't get Twitter to open because it's X now, X now and they yeah. wanted me to log in, and I logged in, and it's saying that I don't have an account, and I was like, well, so, Elon erased you. Yeah, so I had Twitter. I had millions of. Followers. I don't know. I I decided to post it on Twitter versus Facebook. Because sometimes I post different things in different places, and uh, but no, that's the first stage was pretty clean. I mean, it was good racing. 
Um, Briscoe led for a while. Hanlon led for a while. But you're right. The fun of stage one was watching. We saw very early Chandler lost the draft. And, and that's okay because he was, you know, probably going to get the lucky like, dog. He finished up in the top. Yeah, he he did all right. But yeah, it was really fun as as he would come by and he he was losing about a second and a half, two seconds a lap. And every time he come by, we'd stand up and cheer and we got our whole row doing it. it yeah, and, and it was sections cool. next to us and sections down farther. Yeah. You could see people cheering him. I was hoping that would make like a bigger deal like on social media, but nobody cared. Nobody cares. People are jerks but it was it was super fun if it's in Lindsay lohan no that's way too old wow well, <laughs> no, it's still relevant in my mind uh, <laughs> maybe our minds people are like let listen who's that <laughs> who's that cute girl you should see her now yeah she uh, was hot <laughs> yeah she was hot um so yeah stage one clean and green and it got good at the end there's they're battling for the lead and uh truex ended up getting the the yeah, lead at the very end and won the stage. Dear Danny said that he went for the block on somebody and lost it. And yep. he said, I should have just stayed in front the, of the The momentum switched lanes and he yeah. lost the lead. And uh, Truex won the stage, therefore winning the regular season championship. So he got the bonus 15 points for doing that, which will help him throughout the playoffs. Um, stage two, though, holy cow. The racing in stage two was fantastic. That was the three wide. Yeah, they were two and three wide. Well, they were two wide much of the night, but they were three wide in stage two for what, 10, 15, 20 laps? I think they laps? went the last lap, last uh, of the stage three wide, didn't they? It was a good portion of it. Like yeah. it was really, and that it was really tense because you were like, oh, if they wreck here, it's going to be big. And we were waiting and waiting. And then with about 10 laps to go in the stage, it did thin out back to two lanes. And they were kind of riding, trying to feel each other out for the stage. And then Ty Gibbs, excuse me, there I go. <laughs> uh, Taco Bell and you too. Uh, that was the Cheez-Its. Uh, hot spicy Cheez-Its. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all you, right. Yeah, we're you need, good. You need little, some uh, milk. You need some milk. You need an Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> My goodness. You need some milk of magnesium. Getting old now. Getting oh. Old. Milk of magnesium. <laughs> Maybe I do. That might help. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, getting you some sponsors. Ty Gibbs is up there trying to to race. Uh, he could point his way in, so he's trying to beat Bubba. He's trying to get stage points. He should have. And he gets a push, and we're on the white flag, and it's the white flag. We're side by side, and you could see as they took the white flags, the stands. Everybody started to stand up. It was the other thing that I liked is when everybody stood up. It boop 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 boop. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a wave of chairs, and we could see people stand up because the racing felt really intense on in the yeah. final lap. And then I saw you get your camera out as they're halfway down the back straightaway. And damn, if you don't have your camera in a great shot coming off turn number four when Christopher Bell, who was getting in the back of Ty Gibbs, got him out of shape. Ty Gibbs spins, collects Ryan Blaney, who was the leader at that point. And Blaney hit the wall head on. I mean, dare I say it, Dale Earnhardt style, head on into yeah, the outside wall. the hell out of that car. And the yeah, wall was the car. Cold. The wall broke. Yeah. Um, and then we have like a 20-car pileup right in front of us. Yeah. I mean, watching those cars slide <laughs> by us like that. I loved Larson. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing donuts. Well, a bunch of cars <laughs> blew out all their tires. <laughs> couldn't go anywhere. Larson, Larson was doing did donuts. Yeah. Like he won <laughs> the race. <laughs> they like... didn't show it on TV. I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So we got to see all that. And then there was the other one that was just... Stenhouse was just stuck. Yeah. Yep. I think maybe another one. Did you too, hear what Did you hear what happened when they were towing all those cars back? You know those nice little neon signs. They like hit them. All the yeah, the tow truck was just plowing them yep. down and everything. And he was like, like he's like, no, the other pit. Like twelve hundred dollar neon yeah. signs there. Um, but no, that that wreck. Uh, very 
hard hit for Blaney. It was a vicious crash. I yeah. mean, we got the big one right in our laps. I, I think it's me that you can hear in the video. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I hope Blaney's okay. Because that after the excitement of, oh, we just watched the field pile up, you're yeah. like, oh, damn, he hit hard. But luckily, we, they had the screens, and they showed the Blaney in card, and you could see him. It took a minute to compose himself. But he was able to, you see him moving around, able to hop out. Seems to be all right. So that's the good news. Uh, great video you have of that crash. Oh, yeah. I just got lucky on that one. That was cool. I yeah. just felt that the, it was going to be tense for those last lap. It, it was at least going to be a good finish. I try to always get those, like, part of the views and everything, but managed to get it. So <sighs> it was... I, I enjoyed that, seeing that happen and the little donuts and the people burning out and the... And then you got Keselowski on the backstretch doing donuts because his yeah. car caught on fire. What do you think about that? Should he have yeah. been allowed to do that, or should there have been a penalty? Uh, I mean, was he progressing his spot? No. Yeah, no. I mean, I think he, he was Would, out of harm's think, way. Do you so. think we get a penalty if we if my car was on fire and I'm going to pull I don't know that there's enough room for you all to do that mm. at New Smyrna, so I'm, I'd black flag your ass for being stupid, but yeah, that's just me. That's why I'm not race director. I, I don't think I would uh, do a burnout to put my car out. I could probably put mine out, or I'm gonna get out of the car. You got to I want if you win, I want you to do a burnout with your steering wheel out the window, like Larson does. Nah. What my one wheel burnout? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got traction control and all that. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, if I win, I'm probably gonna cave my roof. Then you're gonna hold on to your car so it don't fly away again. Yeah, I'll probably cave my roof in because I'm gonna probably drop. You probably cry. I probably. I can't believe it. This is my dream. Everybody hates me. You can support me now. Yeah, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the race. Uh, big wreck at the end of stage two there. And uh, Brad Kozlowski gets the stage win. So, playoff point for Brad there. Uh, he's got a big head. He's got a goofy ass looking head. He's a goofy looking guy. He like Droopy. Oh, Droopy from the dog, the Droopy dog. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, he is kind of Droopy dog, <laughs> horse face, uh, Beavis and Butthead looking dude. But hey, he's a good race car driver. He was my pick to win the race in one stage two. My pick to win was doing good most of the night, old Burton. Oh, Harry B? Yeah, yeah he got in the wreck. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. Harry, Harrison Burton can't catch a break, man. No, he don't talk right. He don't. He, he doesn't have the confidence. He need a. He, he doesn't have the confidence or the drive. I'm glad. Well, no, Bubba's still in. So. Yeah, Bubba. Bubba remains. He, you don't have to put him in your car because he didn't. No, win. remember that was for the championship. If he wins the championship. All right. Yeah. So Bubba will stay on the table or yeah. on the amplifier until. Yeah. Until he's eliminated from the playoffs, and I'll put him back in. If, if he him. gets eliminated from the playoffs, that show after he gets eliminated, I get to push him over. Okay. We'll record it. Yeah. Get the sound of it. <laughs> plastic hitting plastic. Um, so, yeah, they, 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 they had the big wreck. Thinned out the field, but honestly didn't kill too much of the racing. Uh, stage three, what was it, about a 60-lap stage or so? I think so. I think there were 60. I think it was like 50, 60, 60, I think. And they, they were racing pretty hard at the beginning of it, and then it did get single file because they, they were going to have to pit. And I, I think what they were doing, they were just riding around, counting down the laps to pit stops because they, they got single file behind Chase Briscoe, who led a, he led the most laps. I think he led 67 laps. And uh, he was out in front, and then they had the pit stops, and that's what mixed things up. 
I didn't like how late the pit stops were. It kind of oh, killed, yeah. the, killed the end of the race for me. Yeah, because you had two packs going. And then the two packs and then that second pack would just steamrolled the other pack. Yeah, That has to be frustrating. That has to be frustrating. You're sitting there leading the pack and you're like, here they come. Yeah, I Here they nothing come. I can do about Here it. Here they come. Oh, Here there they go. Because well, yeah, they, they, were, they were rolling that pack. I don't know what they did that made their cars faster. They just had the momentum. Yeah. You know, they were better organized, tighter group, and had more mm, momentum yeah. coming off, and that matters. I understand all that stuff, but it's crazy how that works. Is the it, more it cars, is. The more cars you have, the faster you're going to go because you can see, less obviously. Less resistance, less drag. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it's. It's all physics, but it ma- it makes sense. But it is it's fascinating when you see it play out that way, especially yeah. when you're not watching on TV. You have control of what you can see, and you can see the the gap close so fast. Oh yeah, but especially down the back stretch, yeah. it's like here they come. Whee. Yeah, I mean, I I think the stage lengths they changed them this year. I think it was like 35 laps in stage one, which felt like nothing, and then stage two went to lap 95, and then it went from 95 to 160. So the stage lengths were weird. And with that third stage going virtually caution-free until pit stops, um, they waited because they kept waiting for the caution to come out so they didn't get trapped a lap down. And they rode in a single-file line for a while, which calmed things down. But I knew, I just knew, I'm like, okay, they can be as calm as they want, but no matter what happens with pit stops or whatever, you know with 10 laps to go or inside of 10 laps to go, they're going to start racing and there's going to be a wreck. So we have the pit stops, it, it did split up the field a little bit because Chase Briscoe, like I said, he had the lead when they were doing the single-file train for a while. And I'm looking here. I'll look again. Briscoe led 45 laps from lap 103 to 147. So he almost led the entire third stage. Then they had the pit stops, and that put Kevin Harvick. Harvick got off the pits, and he was the one in the lead. And it looked like Harvick might win the thing, which would have been his first one of the year. He's already locked in the playoffs on point, so it wouldn't have changed anything. And then... I think it was with, what, six laps to go, five laps to go, four laps to go, something like that. The big flip happened. So we're sitting, again, off off of uh, turn four uh, on the front stretch. So we kind of an angled look at the back straightaway. And they have the big building, the big uh, viewing board, the big uh, video screen. So the back stretch, it's kind of, it's hard to see. I felt like it was easier to see the cars on the back stretch before the sun went down. When the lights came on, you just see lights and cars flickering as they go by. You can't really tell. Um, I kept saying to Frank, who was next to me and to you, I'm like, man, I got to pee so bad. There's going to be a wreck soon. There's going to be a wreck soon. And with five to go, we saw the smoke, right? That's the first thing we saw. And Frank pointed out, he goes, oh, there they go. There they go. And you can kind of see it's two cars out of the middle of the pack. And I'm like, okay, so it's just going to be two cars, quick spin. That'll give me time to run to the bathroom, get ready for the finish, because the finish is probably going to get crazy. And then, as I'm thinking that in my mind, rationalizing with myself, sitting there in the grandstand, it's like, okay, I can go pee now and not miss anything. I realized that it wasn't just a spin, because I look over and I see the black, because the, the undersides of the cars are that black carbon fiber underbody material. And I'm like, I think that car's. I think that's the bottom of the car. And then I saw it, you know, in the lights. I saw it do a, a revolution. And I'm like, oh, my God, that car is flipping. There's the bottom of the car again. And I was like, I think I looked at you or I looked at Frank. I can't remember in the moment. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think he flipped. And we're all like, we're looking at the video screen. And 
We're trying to figure out who it was because I I don't know if you could tell at first who it was. Mm, no, nah, I didn't know who it was until they said. Yeah, because I I saw the spin. Said, "Thank God I can go pee." Realized, oh my God, somebody just flipped. I can't believe it. Flips are so rare nowadays. I couldn't believe that it actually happened, especially at a race I was at. Um, what was your perspective? I, I, I'm so interested in, in people's mindsets and perspectives of big moments like this. What was going through your mind when all that was was happening? Because I know it happened fast. Uh, I just remember seeing like the bottom of the car, like you said, and it looked like it was just floating. And uh, I seen the bottom of the car, and I was like, oh, that's pretty high up there to see a, like it looked like a little toy car flipping and yeah it looked like it, Peyton had taken one of her cars and threw it through past your peripherals almost yeah so it was pretty it was pretty crazy and then uh the announcer's like it's on fire it's on fire and I was like oh man it's on fire and then they're like no nope, it's out and I guess it was just a like fuel yeah just off. unburned stuff as yeah, it was and flying through the air. and then it was just kind of silent and everybody was just like oh 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 yeah, I could hear the reactions because I, I did run down to the bathroom, went pee real quick, and then I came out, and they've got TVs all in the concourse area. Yeah. So if you're walking, if you're getting a hot dog, if you're doing you can still see what's going on, which is amazing. So I step out of the bathroom, and then I saw my first replay of the flip, and I can hear, because what I'm seeing down there is what everybody's seeing in the grandstands, and I can just hear the oohs and the ahs from the, from the crowd because I saw that I – I mean, the car just launched. It hit the grass. I, I'm pretty sure hitting that patch of grass, so the transition from the flat. Some people were saying, oh, it was already in the air before it hit the grass. No, it wasn't. It hit the grass, which caught, it gave that car, being sideways, just enough of a pop to catch the air. And then when it caught the air, it was, it went, landed on the roof. And I, I've never seen a car, especially in it this area. Yeah, it was doing pirouettes, revolutions. It bounced on its tail and then went over more. And I mean, that open the hood, the, the hood, roof, hatch, roof hatch. Yeah, yeah, open. So they need to change a bunch. I'd like I, to I, see. I, I want to see pictures. There's nothing of the you car. can do. It, it wasn't anything. Nothing failed on the car, but the those are weak. Did. Those are weak spots on the car. Those, those just those like Dennis said, are, they're gonna put. Uh, Steel, make, instead of making it aluminum, they need to make it steel or something. I don't know. Make, make it a little bit better because that's exposure. If that was cars hitting them and doing that, imagine if he got hit out of the car and had no window Yeah, I mean, net. that'd be a whole different story. But, I mean, you look at... Because my window net, it's, you're going to have to rip my cage out open to get my window net. My window net's on my cage. Well, what, what Chris Wright said is when it... Uh, or Chris Knight, whatever's, whoever the guy from... College racing is it was Chris Rice. Yeah. Um, it, he said when it first landed, it it hit so hard that it separated the 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 attachment that the window net goes into from the roll bar. I mean, it's just a freak thing hitting the wrong spot. The window hatch, uh, the uh, roof hatch blowing off is is concerning, but it, it was such a it was going so fast, it hit so hard. Physics takes over, and there's not much you can do. Go back and look at the. Daryl Waltrip crash in 1990, whatever, at Daytona. Go back and look at Rusty Wallace. Back in those days, the cars would flip. The entire body would come off. And it was just a, an exposed cage with maybe a quarter panel clinging on or maybe a fender clinging on, but it's just roll cage. I look at that the car when it stopped. Like, the front end was torn apart, but the bumper, the front bumper's still there. The hood is still there. The sides of the car look like they weren't even touched. The car is still together. So, yeah, there's concerning aspects of what we saw and how dangerous and how potentially devastating, even more devastating it could have been. But in my opinion, those things aside, 
that car held up really well. I mean, you still have 85% of the body panels attached to it after it had done that extreme of a sidewinder pirouetting rollover to the point I showed my mom uh, while we were at dinner the other night about the, the crash and she couldn't even watch it. She's like, I, I can't believe there, there's a person there. I can't even fathom watching that because it's, it's, it was that terrifying. Definitely the scariest crash I've ever seen. I'd live. like to see the uh, cage, just the structure of the cage after it. I, I wonder so. if we'll ever get pictures. Remember uh, at the end of the race, we saw it getting wheeled through yeah. the garage and we're like, oh, maybe if it comes around, we can see it. But they took it and put it in a yeah. NASCAR garage. So yeah, they were going to R&D it. That mm -hmm. and the uh, Blaney car, I guess, are going to be researched and developed. I think Blaney's car held up really well, too. They the, said that they changed a bunch of stuff to make it crumple like yeah, that. That's the, why it crumpled. The front chassis is softer now. And it did. It buckled. Yeah. And, and the wall buckled and did what everything it was supposed to do. I think... You know, there were some concerns about this car last year, rightfully so, and I think they've made good improvements. I mean, we watched a man barrel roll, like, not just he went over a couple of times. He barrel rolled through the grass, through the air at Daytona, um, shaken but not stirred. Um, and then we watched Ryan Blaney. I mean, he hit just like Dale did in the same spot. He was down there in the pits before the race was over hanging out. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful – that we got we got to see those incidents and know that uh, for the most part it was okay. I mean, when when we left the track, we actually our our group of pedestrians got stopped and we saw the ambulance with the police uh, escort escort. Thank you. Um, go by us. So that was a little bit harrowing. <laughs> uh, a little bit like wow, that's freaking Ryan Priest in there. I'm pretty sure that was his ambulance, and we found out it was. And it it, it was scary. Like when it happened, we didn't know who it was, and I'm walking down the row and uh holly's sitting there and we're all like oh who was it and then they come out it's ryan priest and we looked at each other and me and holly were like oh my god ryan priest because he's raced at new smyrna for so many years and we all know him uh in, in one capacity or another um you know holly knows him a little bit better because she talks to him every year when he comes to, to park uh, i know him from victory lane uh, that's you know that's the extent of it i can walk i could walk up to ryan priest shake his hand and he knows who i am which is pretty cool so you know, definitely uh, having that small, it's a very small connection. Doesn't doesn't mean a thing to him, but in my position to have interacted with that person so many times to see them in that big of an accident was kind of jarring. I don't know if you felt the same way, but I mean, it's always different when you know somebody. I mean, I, I, didn't, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't even, if I don't like you, I don't care. I don't want to get... You to get hurt and it's everything. Not physical. Yeah, yeah just I'm just gonna be a boo in you, but uh, <laughs> but no, he. It was cool to see all those moments and glad they all walked away and we didn't all have to cry. So yeah, it's gonna be one of those things where we're gonna see that replay every year when they go back to Daytona and we're gonna be like, wow, we were there. And then you got wow. people talking about. Uh, do they really need to do this anymore? They shouldn't be doing this. Do we need to leave our houses? Do they, we need to live at all? Just I hope they bubble. don't slow them down. Um, They've already slowed them down. I want to see them go plus 200. We, if seen, Indy can go 238 and not die, I think, and and they're in a cocoon, less, they got way less stuff. Then why can't uh, NASCAR go 212? I need to see. We should be going right faster around, than Bill I think Elliott. right around 200 mile an hour is perfect for the plate tracks. I think if you slow them down too much, then they just bog around. 
I think 190 to 200 is perfect. And honestly, NASCAR's done a great job with the innovations and, and safety to not only protect the drivers in these rare circumstances like this, but to engineer things into the car to help keep them on the ground. It's so rare to have a flip like that. A lot of the flips we see nowadays are, um, you know, a car climbed up another car and just tipped over. We don't really see the barrel roll flyers like that very I much. think uh, the new underbody has made that car flip. Well, as soon as it catches air, it's a solid yeah, it it's a solid block now. So it just hits that air, and that wall of wind just catches it. Yeah, you know? so they're going to have to – now we're going to be seeing vents. and. But in every iteration – You're going to see under flaps, and then they're, they're going to pop. They're going to keep trying to keep them pop, on the ground. They're going to pop open while they're racing and everything and make more wrecks, and then we're going to lose tires, and NASCAR's just falling apart. It's it's dead. <sighs> oh, my God. Well, that <laughs> that took a really dark turn. They're, 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 they're going to look at the car. They're going to see if there no, are I things know. that they, they can to, do. But, but don't slow them down. At the same time, we've seen – now the next gen flip and do blowovers. We saw the last generation car do blowovers. The car tomorrow did blowovers with the wing, without the wing, without the splitter. We saw the Gen Four cars flip all the time. It's, I'm sorry, physics. What's Gen Two? Like way back in the day, before roof flaps, before any safety innovations, the cars you would literally take off the showroom and come race. That's Gen Two. And Gen One. Gen One was like your Plymouths and your Moonshiner cars. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. those big boxy, you know, the Hudson Hornet looking things. Um, I didn't know they IROC raced uh, Porsches in the yeah, 70s. They, they did for a while, yep. yeah. Was I was the, the Firebird and then it was the Camaro. Yeah, I like the Camaros. Those Camaros were cool. I didn't and like then, the Dodge Daytonas. I hated them. Oh, yeah, they did those for a while, too. Yeah, yeah they, interesting. I hated them. And now they have the SRX car, which is... I hate them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess my last point is... We ain't even he, talked about the finish of the yeah, race. Yeah, we'll talk about that real quick. Okay. Um, my, my point here is you can try to defy the laws of physics all you want and try to keep things from happening, but when the conditions are exactly right, physics is always going to win. You get a car that bumps into another car just the right way where it pops up into the air, it's going to flip. You know, uh, we've seen flips at short tracks. We've seen flips at mile-and-a-half tracks. It's impossible for it to never happen. So I, I think chasing that ghost is not the safety innovations we need. We don't want cars flying into the grandstands. We don't want flips all the time, but they're never going to stop. I want it, but... Well, in a way, yes, but... You want to see it, but you don't want to experience what could be really bad. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) That's just the movie in me. I want to see the movie. The most dramatic thing. I was hoping they were going to like be filming part of Daytona, uh, Days of Thunder 2 or something. I bet you... Because did you watch the documentary? I never knew about that, where they, uh, the Days of Thunder, they... Yeah, they actually filmed in yeah, races. they yeah. had two cars actually out there racing, yep. and that's where One they, of which they told the to park because it was it might have won the race. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Like, Bobby Hamilton back in the day. That's um, So, yeah, they had the big flip, and that kind of... I don't know. For me, that kind of tempered it. I was like, okay, I just want to see a good clean finish because that was... I don't I don't want to see something crazy like that again. I Not today. Um, it'll happen again in our lifetime, but um, we got a restart with two to go. Kevin Harvick's leading, and then uh, Chris Busher got hooked up with Brad Keselowski out to the front. Did you know that Busher's um, Busher got the lead there on that restart? Those are the only laps he led all day. Did you know that? Mm-mm. And he got his his third win in the last five weeks. Yeah, he's on fire. He is. It's it's interesting. It's cool to see. But Fresh face. Can he win? Has he won any of the three right next three races? 
I mean, he's won at Pocono. He's won at Bristol. Bristol's in the playoffs, so he's got that going for him. Um, then, of course, he's won Daytona, which obviously not in the chase. He won at Richmond, not in the chase. And he won at Michigan, which is not in the chase. So he's got Bristol. He won there last year. But is Bristol the next three? Bristol is the end of the first round. So the third race oh, in the playoffs. Okay, so he needs to be consistent in the next two and win Bristol. I don't even think he needs to win Bristol. He's got a, He's fourth in the standings. I think he could easily point his way into the next round. I think he's. I think he makes a round of eight. I think Larson gets knocked out. I'd be okay with that. Larson and Bush, be fine. Larson and Bo. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, Christopher Busher gets the win over his teammate Brad Keselowski, who pushed him to the win. Uh, finish was clean. Um, you know, he, we pretty much knew Busher was going to win as he came off turn four. So. Not anticlimactic, but not like the crazy finish from the Xfinity race the night before. Uh, Eric Almirola, it just ignore Kenny when he says dumb stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> Eric Almirola, third. Chase Elliott came up just short. He was fourth, did not make the playoffs. Joey Logano, fifth. Alex Bowman, sixth. Then it was Kyle Busch who was up for. It felt like Kyle Busch was up front all day, and then he wasn't, and then he still ended up up front. Um, Frank had Frank had a ball watching Kyle. It was fun. It was fun to pick on him too. Uh, William Byron eighth, ninth for Kevin Harvick. Harvick just lost it there at the end, and then uh, Corey LaJoy with a tenth place finish. Um, Skinny's boy Bubba twelfth. He probably would have had tenth, but he let off he the let gas. Off the gas like a dumb dumb. Uh, Chandler Smith, who I didn't, cheering I didn't on. condone this violence against Bubba. He is not a dumb dumb. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Roles are reversed. Chandler Smith, who we cheered on in that first stage, he ended up 15th. I know. He comes from falling behind to a lap down and then gets up 15th. Top, fi- top 15 for a part-time team is not bad. Uh, Ross Chastain, who led 19 laps in the middle of the teeth. race. Yes, he, he does have big teeth. For a little guy, he got He's big got teeth. teeth. He's got big teeth. His teeth to I rest saw of him, the body I saw him walking out the dark. His, I saw his teeth before I saw yeah. him. He <laughs> was like, God. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, he ended up 17th. Daniel Suarez was 20th. Martin Truex Jr., who won the first stage, ended up 24th. Then we had all the wrecked cars. Tyler Reddick, Hamlin, Larson, Burton, Briscoe, Priest, uh, Dylan Stenhouse, Ty Gibbs, Ryan Blaney, Austin. What's that one red one, the really long red word? I see them all the same, and then one's different. What? What are you talking about? Oh, okay. crash, crash, overheating for Todd Gillen. Oh, he was he, was, he was overheating. Yeah, he was he's the one that he pulled off because he had to overheat. Oh, and come back. Oh, he's the yeah. one that pulled off and came back out. Was he the monster car? No, it was one the, of the, the three. The three monster cars. No, that was Riley Herbst. <laughs> what was up with the three monster cars? Monster Energy wanted to have their presence felt, I guess. <laughs> three different cars, three different teams, whatever works. <laughs> it was all the same. Freaking. And they all sucked. They all were wrecked at the end of the night. Yeah. The Herbst. one went driving through the pits. That yeah. was uh, 54, I think Redick. it was. Yeah, yeah, he went driving through yeah. the pit. <laughs> Missed Oops. I, I ain't got no brakes. Ain't no brakes in it. I ain't got no brakes in it. So. Anybody run out of gas? Nah, nobody yeah. ran out of gas. Everybody was good there. So. Oh man, pretty uh, pretty well, good stuff. It. I I did. I do have the scores here. What do you think it got? I like to a B plus. Oh, we're going with numbers. Gonna, no, give me a number out of ten. Oh, okay. Uh, this Come on, is you know a, this works. Nine point two one seven six four. All right. So I gave. <laughs> I love it. I gave the racing an eight. It was pretty good. Excitement a nine. 
the finish, I gave it a five. It just oh. just kind of happened. You know, oh. it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. So it's right down the middle with a five. That bumped it down. Only twenty two lead changes. Oh, uh, so that scores a six. Mm. The enjoyment ten. I've really enjoyed it. I well, mean, being you there, were there. Being what about there, watching it on TV? I don't even need to watch it on TV. I got everything I need to see happen in front of me. So um, would have got a ten if you watched it on TV. Maybe a nine. But you know, being there did add that extra point. And uh, but look, enjoyment. How do I feel when I left there? I was not disappointed. I was happy. I enjoyed it. I gave it a ten. So overall, it gets a seven point six. So not bad. Not the best Daytona score, but. Uh, puts our season total up to 6.57. We're getting closer. Yeah, we're getting closer. I think we're going to be right, right at 6.5 by the end of the year because we got Texas coming we got, up. we got when Martinsville you go 6. again. 6.6. 6. 6. 6.66 to end the year. Let's get yes. it there. We need um, to get there. I'm not nearly good at math to rig that, so we'll just have to see what's going to happen. Um, I'm not that artistic, as Kenny called me the other week. So. My uh, one complaint yeah. for... For the, the race? Billion, no, for okay. the overall experience for mm. being a billion-dollar corporation. You need to get some better food. Yeah, that food sucked. Even, the Papa, John's, even the Papa John's was the worst Papa John's. I, yeah, I, Mr. Hart shared his pizza yeah, with you. Yeah, and it was... And it looked disgusting. Yeah, he even was like, he couldn't even eat it. He's like, you want the rest of it? I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want it. I was going to take it, but then I was just like, I'm going to throw it away. And then I got a burger. My bun was stale. How do you have a stale bun on food that they, 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 they just brought it in? You know that shit's been sitting since February. I know. That's in like... For, and I couldn't find all or of them were the Rockville, same. They maybe. were all, yeah, they're all the same pr- price. There wasn't no cheap one. I even looked for it. The one upstairs wasn't cheap. Wasn't there. Yeah, so it must have been an Xfinity thing or something. I don't, I know. don't know. But uh, for being a billion dollar corporation NASCAR, you need to step up your food. Yeah, game. I got the chicken and fries. The fries were soggy mm-hmm. and felt like they were undercooked. And they give you two ketchups. How the fuck is two ketchups going to fucking. I'm lucky I got, I got a, a half container of barbecue sauce so i could at least make one my ketchup from a burger and then one ketchup packet for a pack for a of, fries. of fries fuck that shit yeah, i that, was that bad as hell and That's, then it made my stomach hurt yeah. and i was all upset and felt like i got a poop and yep. stuff and i didn't want to poop i felt restaurant. bloated uh all the next day and then i did have to poop this should, and it was this not should fun, uh, so. affect the score no it didn't that's the that's the the secondary grade, experience what would you grade the facility the facility gets a 10 um the amenities. The amenities are two. Um, <laughs> the, the, the beer prices, right. though, for a giant 25 ouncer being $11 is reasonable. Mm. Um, I bought a couple of those. Um, and I only needed a couple because they were big. So I think throughout the day I had three. So you can bring any, you can just bring coolers you can, in. You can bring coolers in. Was, yeah. Because there were some people in there who just hammered. They're, next year, the, if I had more time. Next year, I'm going to bring a freaking, is it just got to be a carry on? I'm going to bring them back. You got to look up the, the cooler rules before yeah. you go. I can't remember what it is. But if I had more time today, my, my day getting to you guys was crazy. So well, no, I, I had to hang out with Frank and all them. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what a terrible experience for you. It was. It ruined your day, I'm Leroy sure. was there too. Oh, what a terrible experience! Hey, we even got to see Rusty. I pulled up. I pulled up right behind Rusty to pick everybody up. So Lee went with Rusty. Y'all went with me. Yeah. And we all met at the same place. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. Uh, yeah, no, it was great good. day. No rain. Perfect uh, blue skies all day. Chamber of Commerce weather's, uh, but it was hot. It but wasn't that hot. It was. It hot, wasn't unbearable. It, yeah, it was actually hotter at night. 
then like there it, was, it got muggy. Yeah, there was like moments where it was, and then the leaving. Ugh. Yeah, we did sit in the parking lot for a while for it to clear out. Yeah, well, our our area. Remember that guy with the Mustang? Yeah. Well, and I, I told you, I'm like, I'm not turning the car on because we're not going anywhere for the next forty minutes. Use the AC. You you all wanted to give me shit about my gas, so fuck you. You got no AC at the end. Well, you did leave us. You left me and Frank in the hot car like so many times. When you would get out, you were dropping off Peyton. We're like, you could have left the car on. And then you got out and you went, what'd you do? You got gas. You could have left the car I on. I told you I was going inside and you guys were getting out to do whatever you had to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the taking the keys out when I got Peyton, that was a habit thing. So I know. That, but that was yeah. quick, so. Well, you don't have that. You have the keyless. So you just, yeah. as long as they're on your person, I yeah. understand about that. Uh, but yeah, um, awesome experience. Good race. Playoffs are set. We're gonna um, again. We're gonna have the uh, playoff challenge. We already have a number of people signed up for that. So hopefully we'll get a nice little pot of money to give away for for that. And uh, we typically would go over our playoff grids now, but um, we're gonna go over our playoff grids next week because once they're submitted, we we're not gonna change them. So we'll do our pre- playoff grids and introduce uh, that part of the show next week. But we are gonna take our last break here. Uh, unless you have any final thoughts on the event. Get better food. Just get better food. Yep. Everything else is good. Get better food. Yes. All right. So we'll take our last break here. Um, I've got updated Florida power rankings, like I promised this week. Uh, we'll, so we'll do that quickly along with the NASCAR power rankings. Um, we're going to go around the state to Auburndale, see what went on over there as they got back to racing from their summer break. And we have to take a look at the NASCAR, uh, the Racing with Ryan NASCAR Fantasy League, make our picks for Darlington, and then we'll get out of here. So all that coming up after the break, and then we're done with Hurricane Cast 2023. We're going to take a quick moment here and thank some of our great sponsors with the Racing with Ryan podcast, including American Auto Tires in Service, located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. You can give them a call at 386-428-1941. Of course, that is EJ's company. And if you need anything done, tires, service, you name it, they have you covered. So make sure you stop into American Auto. Or, of course, you can always get with EJ if you're at New Smyrna. Uh, he, you can find him pretty easily in the tire room or driving the pace car. They have all kinds of great deals. Um, look, I'm in the market for some tires. I'm going to be stopping in there in the next couple of months and getting my tires down there because I wouldn't trust anybody else because I know EJ is going to take care of us. They offer everything from free visual AC checks, tires, maintenance, repairs, any kind of service you need. They even have wheels. So American Auto Tires and Service, your one-stop shop in the New Smyrna area for anything that you need done. So make sure you check them out again. 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna Smyrna Beach, 386-428-1941. Stop in and see your friends at American Auto. We also thank DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board as a sponsor. Uh, of course, that is the two Manellos. So let's just say you get into a little bit of a fender bender and you don't want to go through your insurance because you know they're probably going to hike up your rates and you're going to pay for a deductible and you're still going to have to pay for all this stuff. Make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body because they will go ahead and handle that for you. If you got a scuffed up fender, if you got some dents in a bumper, if you got a door that needs replaced, DeBerry Paint and Body will take care of all of that. Um, they are open until about 6 o'clock each day. And you can get in touch with them 
by giving them a call at 386-320-0267. And they're located at 400 Chairman Court, Suite 200, Indeberry, Florida, 32713. And again, their hours are typically 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the weekdays and 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays because, you know, they got to get out to the racetrack and whatnot. So uh, if you need any body work done, paint, body, whatever you need, make sure you check out DeBerry Paint and Body. We also thank our good buddy, Mr. Andy Morrison with Never Give Up. Andy's always at the New Smyrna Speedway supporting our racers and even supporting the little ones over at the little New Smyrna Speedway for the quarter midget racing. You can typically find Andy Friday and Saturday at the New Smyrna Speedway. He has some great items for sale, and sometimes he gives those items away. He's got all kinds of great things for his um, for his company, Never Give Up. He's got plaques, he's got hats, he's got stickers. I know a lot of the Bomber guys run the Never Give Up sticker on their car. And, and really, I think everybody could could use that message these days. Never give up, keep doing you, and keep supporting what you love, just like Andy does. And we appreciate his support here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. We also thank Hank Baker for coming on board as a supporter here with the show. Um, he'll be on for the next uh, next handful of episodes, and we really appreciate him. Really great guy. Um, we miss him in the pit area this year, but uh, if you see Hank, talk with him. He's, he's got some uh, some great racing knowledge, and it's always a pleasure to be around. We also thank Brownlee Motorsports for coming on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, you can primarily find the Bromleys running at New Smyrna Speedway. They have a couple of Bomber Bs, the six machines out there for Brownlee Motorsports, and they have some pro trucks that they run occasionally as well. Sometimes you can find them out at the dirt tracks having a little bit of fun as well. But we appreciate Bromley Motorsports for coming on board to support the show. So make sure you check them out next time you're at the New Smyrna Speedway. We also thank Jeff White Racing for coming back on board as a sponsor here on the Racing with Ryan podcast. Of course, Jeff White Racing can be found bouncing between the Auburndale Speedway and the New Smyrna Speedway. Jeffrey White, driver of the 41 E-Mod slash A-Mod, has been one of the dominant forces so if you're looking to get on board with a good racing team, make sure you check out Jeff White Racing and check them out at the Bull Ring at Auburndale and the big track over at the New Smyrna Speedway. We thank them for coming back on board and supporting the show. We appreciate everybody's support. And again, if you'd like to come on board as an anchor sponsor, um, you can do that. If you'd like to just be a supporter like our friends Hank and, and Ken, Doug, Fast Cracker Racing, Andy, you name it. Uh, you can do that too. We charge just $5 an episode. The amount of episodes is up to you. You can do a year. You can do 10 episodes. You can do one. It all helps, and we appreciate it greatly. Thank you guys for your support, and we'll let you get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with the updated Florida Power Rankings because since we haven't – I've kind of put that off with a little summer downtime here, and um, – I'll tell you that they, with Auburndale being the only one racing, Showtime rained out, which I couldn't believe. Um, Did it rain? I guess it rained a little bit. And there's enough to call it. So Showtime, uh, rain time. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it didn't change too much, but I've updated some things, moved some things around, mostly familiar names. So um, in twelfth, I've got George Spears. Um, in eleventh, he's, he's hanging on. In eleventh, I have Dylan LeBeau, still in eleventh. Sean Bass drops two spots to 10th, so that should make you happy. Uh-oh, he's moving down. Well, they're getting ready to race here probably in a little bit, ain't they? Yeah, we, I got to figure out what we're doing with the makeup. I still don't have information oh, on that, okay. but uh, got I got to figure that out. Oh, boy. I'm still waiting. I, I'll get back into the swing of things as far as New Smyrna goes here uh, once we get this hurricane done with and we'll get some things figured out. Uh, Steve Gill with a good run over there 
at uh, Auburndale. He moves up to ninth. It's going to be his last season racing. So, Is he going to get rid of that car? That car is beautiful. I love that car. It's yeah. a beautiful piece of machinery. Yeah, I guess he's out. So uh, That's too bad. So I've moved Steve up into the top ten here. TJ and are going to drop from seventh to eighth. Michael Goddard is going to move up two spots from ninth to seventh after his impressive run on the Kaufman machine. Brad May drops two spots to sixth. Tim Sozio from third to fifth. Brandon Morris, winner of the Sports and Race, his playground at Auburndale. He continues to shine there. He moves up two spots to fourth. Dropping one spot to third is George Gorham. And moving up to the second position is from fifth is Daniel Webster for his performances, continued good performances in the sportsman and the late model. And number one, who else could it be? Who is uh, it? The only guy that's going to win in a modified. Cody and, Stickler. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that race? I didn't see the race, but I know he won it. Did you hear about the melee and the? Was there a flip? Some guy pulled his car. I know there was a bunch of people that drove off the track, and I know uh, a certain group of team is very mad at another group of or group of teams. uh, One of them was a uh, former New Smyrna champion, Jason Lester. No, no, modified champion. It was yellow. Um, is he, I guess, was saying that everybody said that he caused all the wrecks there. Hmm. I have to look into that. I, I didn't look on the uh, one modified, the page. modified page. Yeah, that's okay. where uh, the RCAs or whatever they are, they're all fighting against, but it might I'll be have to go check that out. I honestly haven't had, by now. I haven't had much time to check on the short track world this weekend. I know the Oxford 250 was this weekend, and I had like 60 cars, and I have no idea what happened over there. So. Uh, I can't remember the who won. Nova Scotia Butcher guy. Oh, Cole Butcher. Yeah, he yeah. Won. Okay, cool. Good for him. Yeah. Deserving um, winner. Bubba Pollard was there. He didn't do the best. Yeah, that team that he was with isn't. Yeah, the he best, just pretty much flew out there just to be part go, of it. Go have fun. That's what Bubba, yeah. Bubba just likes to race, man. Bubba. When it works out, he likes to race. And then uh, I know a few other people that were in that that I follow. Yeah, a bunch so. of people in that. Yeah. A bunch of ACT people, too. Um, we've been a hell of a show to be at. I just, again, with Daytona this weekend. That's a long I way out didn't, there. Just didn't have the time to focus on much else. So. Um, that's the updated Florida power rankings. That'll start to change here as we get into the second half of the season. And it's all downhill from here at this point. Updated NASCAR power rankings after Daytona going into Darlington. The playoffs start this weekend. Michael McDowell going to move back in. He'll replace Ty Gibbs. Gibbs crashed out, didn't make the playoffs. So McDowell's back in the 15. Should be everybody's in the top 12, uh, 16? Uh, more or less. Um, I've got 15 on the sheet. There's 16 playoff drivers. I'll see if you can figure out who's not Bubba on Bubba should not be on that list. In 14th, down two spots, is Bubba Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> so he's moving down. He's trending downward. Ross Chastain from 14th to 13th. Kevin Harvick, 13 to 12. Did if Ross I, make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So. Uh, Ross won the race in Nashville, so he's in. Okay, so the Ross train's still Still alive, but it's it's barely it's, beaten. It's running out of coal. It's running out of steam for sure. Needs some teeth power. Um, <laughs> a bigger toothbrush for all the teeth. <laughs> uh, Kevin Harvick, if he had won the race, probably would have been in the top 10, but he will settle uh, one spot up from 13th to 12th. Christopher Bell remains 11th. Ryan Blaney with a big crash, going to drop two spots to 10th, and I don't have much faith with him going into Darlington. Tyler Reddick, going to pick up one spot. He'll move from 10th to 9th. Joey Logano will go from 9th to 8th. Kyle Busch going to drop one spot from 6th to 7th as we go to Darlington. 
Brad Kozlowski leapfrogs Kyle Busch. He'll go from seventh to sixth. Kyle Larson still fifth. <laughs> the donuts, man. He's impressive. Okay. <laughs> Power rankings points was, for donuts. It was funny. It was very funny. Well, you just well, did you, if if it doesn't go on like the third donut, you just are you just gonna keep going? Maybe, Remember he got out. He huh? was like he got out and he was like, uh, "Am I gonna get some help here?" <laughs> yeah. But all those cars sat there because it was under red flag. That's why they mm. didn't push him away right away. I I didn't put that together when I was at the track. Um, Denny Hamlin's gonna drop two spots to fourth. William Byron remains third. Chris Busher moves from fourth to second. Going into the playoffs. I think he's on a roll. He's hot when it matters right now. We'll see how the playoffs go. And then Martin Truex Jr. remains number one. Busher might be the one of the first he ones might. out. You think he's one of the first ones out? I think it's too hot. He's too hot. You think to, he's going to flame out? You think yeah, he, he I think got he too just, hot too fast? Yeah, I think he uh, blew think his blood. <laughs> okay. A stroke of luck at the, yeah. too soon? Yeah. I think he hit it too hard. The soon. way this season's gone, people get streaky, and then they fall out like Ross Chastain. Really, really fast, and he's falling off. I want Denny to win. Just dear Danny, dear Danny. So Uh, we could hear that podcast. That would be that. (laughs) That'll probably be like a fourteen. He'll probably be drunk when he does that one. (laughs) That'd be funny. Drunk Denny's probably funny. Yeah. Uh, So that's that's my updated power rankings. There. Let's go ahead and do the get the fantasy thing out of the way since I'm still on my phone here. Pull that up again. If you want to do the uh, the. Season-long fantasy NASCAR Live Challenge is different than the Bracket Challenge. If you want to do the playoff Bracket Challenge, um, download the picture that I posted on my social media, fill out the bracket, send it back to me. I'll get with you for the 5 bucks uh, for the entry. Winner will take the pot when all is said and done. Uh, so feel free to enter that. We already got a handful. Um, see if we can give away uh, $50 to 100 bucks to the winner if we get enough people. It'd be fun. Give us a little something else to talk about here on the show as well as we get on the final 10 rate sh- stretch here. And I'm just waiting for the fantasy thing to load as my phone will not connect to the internet at the moment. Here it goes. Are you All sure? Right. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, with the playoff starting, our driver uses have reset. That's some good news. So let me check on the league here. You're in fifth. No, I did terrible this oh, week. Oh, you're man. in seventh still? I know I did terrible because I filled out some of my spreadsheets today and realized how bad I did. So hmm. with the win in Daytona with 218 points, a commanding win for Staffordshire Motorsports, Pitt Penguin, our buddy Steven, uh, with 180. Okay, I didn't do as bad as I thought. Everybody else did poorly as well. Uh, Big Temp in Motorsports with 176 and third. I was tied for fourth with Ben Say with 165 points. I thought I did bad, but I didn't do that bad. Bob's Fords was sixth. Bubba Wallace, 23XI, somebody changed their name. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure who that is, but that's just got to be to rub it into your skin. Mm. Uh, in seventh, King Penguin with what 130. What is their name? Bubba Wallace, 23XI. Oh, I bet you that's uh, Steve. I think it, yeah, it is. Yeah. Because SRQ is gone, so uh, <laughs> that is Steve from SRQ Texas. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> King Penguin, eighth, uh, eight ball racing, ninth, rounding up the top ten. John Gross, the point leader, with only 120 points. So let's go take a look at the overall Man, I'm telling you, I was pretty down going into this segment, but now I'm feeling pretty good. Let's take a look at the overall here before we move into the playoffs there. Dun, dun, dun. John Gross still leading with 4,883. Give me more of that dramatics, would you? 
in second. Bombs Forge with 4,714. Staffordshire Motorsports third with 4,660. Okay, you don't have to do that anymore. Big Tempest Motorsports with 4,653. Bubba Wallace, 23XI, 4,623. I'm Richie Petty Jr., sixth. I'm in seventh. Pit Penguins in eighth. At least I'm beating Steven. Uh, eight ball racing ninth and rounding out the top 10. King Penguin out of our 15 drivers entered in. So the playoff starts. Our picks kind of reset. It'll be interesting to see what happens. We got to catch John Gross, who's still leading the pack. So heading into Darlington. Who's good at Darlington? We got to pick five drivers to bet on here. Truex. Truex, definitely. Uh, I would say Truex, Chastain. Larson. Uh, Truex, Chastain, Larson. That's a great three picks. Um because if you remember back to Darlington at the beginning of the year, back in May, uh, this was when Chastain Chost- uh, and Larson got together on that restart. And that's when Larson pushed Chastain around the half the track. <laughs> so I think I think you're right. Truex, because he was faster. Um, Chastain, Larson, Byron. Byron won the race back in May. So I think those four are a must. And who else is pretty good at Darlington? Who else comes to mind when you think of Darlington, Kenny? Dale Earnhardt. Well, he's not with us. <laughs> he's since retired from the planet. Is that retired? Yeah. Would you consider that being retired? I would. <laughs> he's retired from everything, unfortunately. It's so morbid. I mean, yeah. You know, we usually get off on a tangent. This is a dry tangent. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my other pick for this weekend um, is going to be Chase Elliott. Uh, just he's gonna he's gonna start. He, you watch, watch him watch him win out. Well, he's, he's in the gonna, owners championship, so yeah. he's still got something to race for. He was a, he was non-existent at all during the race. His ugly orange sun looking. He came on towards the end. He was he was in the mix. He just he didn't get up and lead a bunch of laps. That's it's all. That mustache. Ugh. Um, my wild card for the fantasy picks this weekend is going to be... Man, man, man. No, sir. Mr. 23XI himself, Bubba Wallace. Because oh, he got a fifth-place finish. I think Bubba's going on to the next round. Nah. Much to your dismay. Nah. He gonna get... He gonna... He gonna be 28th this race. <laughs> uh, 15th the next race. Okay, so solid. And then, and then he's, he's gonna, gonna win Bristol and make it to the next nah, round. Nah, then he's gonna DNF Bristol. Okay. Well, we'll see if that comes true. That's... That's my little bit of fantasy advice for you folks heading into Darlington. Southern 500, always a fun race. Sunday night. Uh, do you have Monday off from work? Do you this, have Monday off? Which Monday? This coming Monday, it's Labor Day. So I should. <laughs> so you can watch the race. It'll be on uh, It'll be on cable. On cable? I don't have cable. On network television. Okay. It'll be on Rabbit regular ears. NBC. Rabbit ears. Rabbit ears. There yes. you go. Rabbit. You can watch the race rapidly. Old rabbit ears. Old um, ball-headed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just did uh, <laughs> whatever right. work, whatever gets the point across for you, Kenny. Right. Um what are you looking at? MySpace? My race pass? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get the results from Auburndale so we can talk about that real no quick. No Thunder Road. No, man, they got some heats in and rained out. Um but no, I'm I'm looking forward to the Southern five hundred. I think uh depending on what happens with this storm, um if my mom has power this weekend, I think I'm gonna go up there and spend a couple days with her. Over the weekend and watch the race up there. That way, uh, Peyton can see Grandma while she's in town for a couple of days. And um, enjoy we don't some time race up there. this weekend. No, we're off this weekend. Then we come back with the Pro Late One Hundred 
uh, second week in September. So we'll get stuff rolling for this that here be, very shortly. This should be the uh, grouper bite 100 or something like that. <laughs> the uh, the salmon bite. Yeah. The what, what fit? The bass bite. Yeah. That just that doesn't roll off the tongue. The um, gator bite. Gator tail 100. Gator done. Gator done 100. <laughs> All right. This is no affiliation with uh, no, Larry don't, Cable don't sue guy. Us, please. Yes. Get shut down. We're just making fun of you. So Auburndale Speedway returned to action since their summer break is over, and SRL. they had the SRL Wheelman Series in attendance with a strong field of twenty-five cars. That's a, that's a great field at Auburndale. Yeah, really good field. Strong cars all the way through. Any of our guys? Um, a couple. We'll go down. We'll go look at the notables here. In qualifying, it was the 25W of Dylan Bigley, who set fast time 13.9 was his time. Um, the race win, and if you have any insight, feel free to chime in. I, I have not reviewed any of this. I did find out who won, and I'm not surprised. Brandon Morris got the victory over there. That's, again, he is so dominant at Auburn. When he goes to the other tracks, it's not that he's bad. He's just, he's in the mix, but he just doesn't seem it's to like pick up Earl the victory. Earl Beckner at our track. Yeah, he's in the mix. Car runs good. You know he's there, but he just every time we go to Auburn, though, it's like you can pencil him in. And he got the win over Dylan Bigley. Uh, third was Steve Gill. Daniel Webster was fourth. Chad Rutherford was fifth. That's a good run for Chad. Uh, Bobby Mobley, I didn't even know he had a sportsman. The twenty nine, uh, he was sixth. Chris Huntoon was seventh. I wonder if the twenty nine is that old uh, Todd, what, the one twenty nine, the orange one. There's two of them. I remember somebody. The old Earl car. Yeah, uh, I, I have no idea, but could be. Hmm. Tim Sozio was eighth. Corey Crisafoli was ninth, so they got that one put back together. Mark Peterson was tenth. Jimmy Frazier, sports winner at News Murder this year, was eleventh. Twelfth was Jason Bartram. Uh, Danny Portello was thirteenth. Fourteenth for Richard Land. Joe Winchell was fifteenth. Adam Briggs sixteenth, so he struggled. Tyler Schofield seventeenth. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they got into it. They must have had some issues. Had a crash or got torn up. Brooks Storer was 18th. Um, Keith Lilly, 19th. James Seawright, 20th. Kevin Macy, 21st. Kenny Ewell has a sportsman. The Zero Mod Mini, he's got a sportsman now. He was 22nd. Joe Hamilton, 23rd. I feel like Joe just likes to show off his toys. Um, Lucas Hinton with a DNS. And Dodge Carlbert with a disqualification. So I wonder what he got DQ'd for. We'll have to... Tune into the hot mic this weekend and find out some more. For uh, hopefully Jake Wilson will be joining us if we can do the hot mic tomorrow. We'll, we'll see. That's all up in the air, depending on what. Uh, um, they got a this. little bit more oil than we do. Yeah, we'll see. Um, other divisions in action included the A mods. They had a field of ten. One did not start, so nine took the green. And the win went to Ronnie Abney, who's really starting to find his footing in the A-Mods. Matt McCrary second and third to James Wright. James Wright's got an A-Mod now. That's interesting. That's the 56th pure stock, the blue one. Mm. Um, Heat Rays went to Norm Dismuke. And in the SRQ Taxes mini stocks, Mike Engel in the 17. I know he's a Speedway video patron. Uh, He finished in first ahead of William Kearns, Bill Witherington, Stephen Wyatt and Eddie Davis, your top five there. Field of 16, they had two did not start, so 18 mini stocks showed up. Heats were won by Stephen White and Bill Witherington. That little uh, mini stock division over there is doing pretty good this yeah, year. Yeah, they got a pretty good one. I wish they would come race with us. Yeah, some of them have in the past, but a little bit different. But now with the 24-second rule, bring it. See what you can do. 
Um, the Crown Vicks had a big 40 lapper. They didn't have many cars there, though. Nah, there was, what, like 50? I think there's only 50, so I don't get it, man. Big race for the Crown Vicks. You try to do something for them, and you just you don't get any support, and they're just not there. I just... I'm kidding. Obviously, 50 this cars. Race, this, That's nuts. Yeah, this race uh, told the tale of what's going to happen with this 200-lap. Uh, the 200-lap Enduro. Oh, yeah. This yeah is Crown Vic Enduro. It's going to... They don't understand that you get that many people going for that much money. And look what they did on 40 laps. I mean, where development finished, he was in the back. He wrecked. Yeah, yeah, he was 18th. Yeah, he got he got totaled. I mean, they had 50-plus cars show up and started 24. Um, and, and again, I they I, could start more than 24. They could have done 30. I would have yeah. done 30. With, with this bigger race, I would have done 30. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know the field's going to thin out by lap 10 anyway. So That would have been a lap two. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Again, I, I did see some of the the talk on Facebook, but I didn't go in depth and read about it, yeah, so I don't I really know, know the stories. I just know. Feltman, I know. Yeah. Got, there, there's lots of spins, lots of wrecks, yeah. lots of silly stuff. Typical Clown and, Vic over there. Yeah, Clown Vic. And no, no offense. I love the division. but Yeah, don't you know. uh, come yelling at me yeah. trying to just sue me. Just summarizing the, yeah. what people would say. Um, Dalton DeGroff, though, got the victory in car number seven. Dylan Bigley was second. He had a good day. John Worthington was third. Tom Panzarella, never heard of that. Never heard of heard. Blah, blah, blah. Not even drinking today. Tom Panzarella was fourth. Michael Bauer was fifth. This is a big race. We'll do the top fifteen. Screw it. Preston Davis, uh, Pure Stock driver, he was sixth. Tyler Akers in the zero percent was seventh. Jonathan Wallace eighth. Neil Wallace ninth. Mike Pitts in tenth. There's some familiar names. James Bristol, Mike Wilson, Roger Blevins, Sean Osteen, and Chance Saucerman. Rounding out your top 15, some notables. Uh, Brian Farmery was 16th. Jesse Veltman, 18th. Ronnie Abney, 20th. Uh, Jimmy McLeod, 22nd. Tyler Landis, who's always an interesting player in these Crown Vic races, he was 23rd. And Clayton Coe was DQ'd. And I believe we had a... It says special, so I'm assuming that's a non-qualifier race. Oh, oh no, it looks like it was a B feature. Top one transferred. Uh, Bobby Mobley won that, followed by Cole Bristol, Kyle Case, Clay Cruz, Trey Pitts, Michael Gable. Those are all the drivers that did not qualify for the main event. Jimmy Frazier didn't make it. Um, looking for some of these other names. Eric Sharon didn't make it. He's a dominating performer over at Citrus County. Rocky Sampson didn't make it. Tom Pete didn't make it. A lot of the Citrus guys didn't end up making it. Roger Blevins was the fast qualifier ahead of Tyler Landis. So that just tells you Landis, I guess, had a rough night as well. Yeah, must have had some issues. Pretty. Honestly, I would have loved to have. If if this, I wish this event was happening this weekend. I would have been there in a heartbeat. I'm going to try to make it up to Auburndale for, I think they got twin trucks and twin pure stocks or something like that. Looks like a very fun show. Uh, if the weather looks good, I think I'm going to ride out there. Yeah, if I'm around, I'll come hang out with You're you. You're more than welcome to. I'll take uh, me and Peyton are going to be hanging out this weekend, so I'll take her up there. She loves to go rummage around at the racetrack. And, yep. uh, yeah, if the weather's good, we're going to try to make it up to Auburndale this weekend. Yeah, we've got some content uh, to add on to what what we see at Darlington this weekend on the Cup Series side mm-hmm. of things. But, yeah, this would have been a great event to go to. 50, 51 Crown Vicks. That's crazy. We're not even going to have that many in our points for the Bomber Beast. Uh, street stocks were in action. They had 10 cars there. Uh, Jeffrey Blotz won in that car that looks like a modified with the fenders. I saw that uh, 
that comment. And I'm like, it really does. It's even got the Nerf bars sticking through the front sheet well, that's metal. That's weird. Probably is, and you just put fenders on it. Hey, whatever works. You can do what you want with the street stock. So I know our bud, our best uh, friend and uh, <laughs> fan of the uh, show, Joe Gerard. He was out there. Oh, is he a fan? Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Blotz with the win. Mike Wilson second. Rob Kuhn was third. Jason Bartram fourth, and Larry Welter Jr. rounding out the top five. Our buddy Joe was sixth. So he beat some beat some guys. Beat Cody Struble. Too. Damn. Did they? Uh, did did they not start? No, they started. All 10. Mike Wilson won the heat race over there, and that is the end of the results. So it looks like a great return to racing for Auburndale. Um, Steve was in Daytona. Uh, we, we actually ran into him there in the infield. He he was there. We chatted for a minute. Next thing I know, he was gone. Steve is like a, a ghost. He's just kind of, hey, yeah. how's, how's it going? Then he's gone. Yeah, he went off he's, and watched his race. Yep, doing his thing. Uh, Jake Wilson filled in for him. Jake's the SRL announcer, so it kind of made sense for Steve just passed the baton to him, and Steve went and enjoyed some Daytona, and he'll be back. Uh, he and Bobby Rowland are going to be on the mic next week, and that'll be entertaining. You got to um, jump on it with them. Yeah. I, I'm not going to step on their toes. I mean, if, if something happens, I need somebody to fill in. You know, yeah. I'm there. I know what to do. But it's, Bobby and Steve are a very interesting pairing, and um, I'm hoping Tom from Speedway – I think Tom might be making it out there next oh, week, too. Oh, that'd be good. Um, he did not go to film the – um, uh, sports and race again. That would have been for pit road TV anyway. So nothing, no real benefit there for Tom and his channel. So uh, he sat this weekend out, and he's I believe his plan is to go to Auburndale. So we should have some new footage That's on speed cool. video. That'd be good to yeah. see. Always, always good. To ha- I I love to have that video in the bank just in case you miss something or want to go back and review something. Love it. So hopefully we'll see speedway video. I know he's got some patrons out there that are dying to get some in cars and get him back out there. So. I think that's the plan. Of course, things can change. We've got to wait and see what this hurricane does. Yeah, see the that's what we're like. about to go uh, prepare ourselves for. i got to call work tomorrow and see if I even work. Yep. It, we've made it through the show with power. So I think uh, before we press our luck, and you know, we, i got to work tomorrow uh, if, if I have power. So um, Kenny's going to – I think we're going to wrap this thing up. you got to yeah. make a call, see if you got to work tomorrow. And yeah, in the morning. the day and let yep. you get home before it gets too bad. In the morning, I gotta wake up six thirty and be like, "Do I gotta go to work?" And he'll be like, "Yeah, come. People need parachutes. Come stand in the rain and stitch the chutes together." Yeah, the building's about to blow down, but I need you to uh, put grommet yeah, in. I saw how good you are at holding your car down, so I need you to come hold down the fort. Yeah, and come look at the bum float away I, with I his I hope tent. that's how your boss sounds too. No, he's like. You don't get paid enough money. Get off your phone with your race car shits. Pretty much. Ah, Any final thoughts? Good weekend of racing. Yeah, it was fun. I had fun at Daytona. Thanks for that. Um, And uh, now I got to go see if my car blew away or my house blew away. Yep. So fingers crossed. uh, Thinking about everybody up north in the Big Bend area. Uh, my uncle's in Jacksonville. Hey, he's going to he's gonna get some of some of the storm as well, and uh, hopefully um, doesn't hit the East Coast too bad. And we'll be back in action a couple weeks at New Smyrna, and plan to get to Auburndale this weekend as long as they're in action. Yeah, we'll see what's up. All right, we'll be back checking with you another episode. And uh, if this episode is late getting up, that's because I've lost power and I got to figure stuff out. But I'll do my best to get it up and out as normal. So thank you all for listening. Uh, let me know if you want to do the playoff bracket. Get me your playoff brackets by Sunday by race time, and we'll get you in the Sunday, pool. Sunday, Sunday, We'll collect Sunday. the money from you. 
you can PayPal it to me. We can pick it up the track, whatever, as long as I have it before the end of the season so that uh, I can give the money away. And um, if you enter the bracket and you don't pay me, I just won't qualify you to win. So there you go. Take that. And with that said, we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, Bubba.